Welcome to This Week in Craft Beer, the podcast, the weekly show where we interview the people making the magic happen in the UK craft beer scene. Sponsored by Hit Marketing Design, the design agency as passionate about craft beer as we are. This Week in Craft Beer publishes the UK's leading craft beer newsletter every Monday morning by email. To subscribe for free, please visit www.thisweekincraft.beer. This Week in Craft Beer would like to thank our generous Patreon supporters Sue Johnson, Steve Hartley, Jazz Hundell, Bayonet Brewing Co, Dolphin Brewery, The Paper Mill Micropub, Berkshire Beer Box, The Small Batch Brewing Co, Belgium and Blues Southampton, Doug Thayer, Robert Baker, Aid Bardi, Michael Billingham and James Moss. So, Jordan, it has been two years and two months since we last formally recorded a podcast episode that was back in february 2021 uh you were episode 32 and by the time this publishes it'll be episode 154 so uh, quite a lot wow. of water under the bridge uh we did catch up briefly at brew london um i guess that was probably two years ago as well uh yeah, uh, yeah or thereabouts um so it has been a while since we spoke but um yeah how have you been what's uh what are you most excited or proud of in the last two years let's start with that yeah, last two years. I mean, we started August 2019 and mm-hmm. um, six months later, COVID hit. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's been weird wide writing this wave. Um, and uh, as, as we've seen, quite a few breweries, sadly, uh, fall, falling aside. Just in the last um, few months, especially. Yeah, the last sad. few months have been particularly mm-hmm. tough. So fortunately, due to our size, um, we are pivoting with with everything thrown at us very yep. quickly and, and putting everything into it every every minute we've got to uh, keep ourselves uh, you know above water. But yeah, the passion for beer hasn't gone away. No, <laughs> and that's that's what keeps us going. Of course it is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so since we met two two years ago, uh, we've increased capacity again. So. No matter what, we keep increasing capacity. Yep. And one of the things that has allowed us to do that, whilst we're looking for somewhere to put the next bigger brewery, which is very difficult to do. Yep. Um, and, and we really want to keep our... our if you want to stay in Brighton, I'm sure it is, yeah. yeah. And, you know, one of our key strap lines is made of Brighton. And yep. it, you know, it's a, an, an ethos, a culture to us. Uh, and brand guideline to, to work to but um we bought a, a centrifuge uh, oh nice yep mm-hmm. which is a, a hundred thousand pounds worth oh, of kit, my goodness which, uh, yeah big investment wow yeah um but what that's allowed us to do is turn our tanks around faster instead of waiting with gravity right uh, the centrifuge spins out yep debris and protein that you don't want in the beer yeah and that means uh, we can produce more beer and our yields. So the amount we take from each tank is greater as well. So and excellent news. Yeah. What By what percentage? Just some out of interest on the yield. Yeah. So we get an extra 10 to 20% on Oh, each wow. Beer, so that's really um, significant. Yeah. Which yeah. is definitely significant. And, you know, beers that are taking four to five weeks, we can turn them around in two to three weeks. Oh. 
with no detriment to the beer. It no. actually makes the beer more stable so you can put a longer shelf life on it as well. So That's brilliant, yeah. It was a big, scary investment, uh, and uh, we had to buy in euros just as everything appeared to be crashing. The government was changing their opinion every week, and uh, the pounds crashed. So yep. it's like, <laughs> why? <laughs> what now? <laughs> either got to laugh or you'll cry, one of the two. Yeah, years. exactly. Best to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we got it through. It's proven itself. Um, but in, in terms of beers that I've really wanted to push push boundaries for us uh, with it uh, has been a uh, dry hopping regime on, on a few love beers. So yep. dank juice. Um, mm-hmm. You've had dank juice before? I have. Yep. Very good. Dank juice, deep, dank, oily. Yeah. Uh, My kind of beer. Hops. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, you know, previously... We've we well we still do we load it very heavily with dry hops. Yes. Um, the longer contact time you get with certain hops more than others, you can pick up some bitterness there. Yeah. Um, we put it through this year and uh, managed to get the perfect amount of time on the hops. Put it through the centrifuge, stripped off all hop debris and matter, and it's just smooth oily Brilliant. juice. Uh, yeah. Which beautifully leads us on to. Um, a big dipper we've just produced called Big Juicy. <laughs> yes, uh, we've and we've just cracked it open. Uh, despite it being six p.m. on a Tuesday evening, it seems like the perfect time to start with a dipper, Jordan. <laughs> so, a man after my own heart, you know, in none of this nonsense trying to make me drink a table beer. Let's get straight on with it. You know, go big or go home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so fantastic. Let me read the tasting notes for Big Juicy, and then let's get into to dissecting it. Eight uh, percent dipper, as you said. Chewy, soft, and dripping with Simcoe and Amarillo for intense flavors of citrus, sweet tangerine, stone fruits, and grapefruit. This is juicy like you've never seen before. Huge amounts of oats create a full, fluffy, and rounded body, and our house yeast strain has worked overtime to ramp the volume up to 8% for a big, juicy dipper. Uh, yeah, this is absolutely fantastic, to be honest with you. I've, I've always been a fan of your... New England IPAs in particular, I think, you know, I, we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, but uh, yeah, this is this is everything I'm looking for from a dipper. It's obviously super fresh. I know you said it's only canned last week, um, but it's not. I don't think it's drinking green at all. I think it's, you know, it's it's beautifully, you know, it, it's in perfect condition. The, the you know, great combination of hot Simcoe and Amarillo and just just dank and bitter and just it's got that perfect sort of combination of sweetness and uh and it's you know, a little bit vegetal everything i'm looking for in this type of beer so yeah but really appreciating this um oh, what's the it, what's the background yeah it's uh it's been on the cards for a long time so when when we took over the site um myself and gary Lee brewer got together to decide on what was going to be our our core pale you know right. we've been i've been at that time i hadn't had a single core beer um or, or we refer to them as the regulars now yeah and um so a 5.2 juicy was born mm-hmm. um amarillo and simcoe yep. which was also the same hot combo in the first beer i ever entered into a competition at the uh camera uh sussex camera uh, beer festival which one, uh, I believe, didn't it? Or I was looking it, at the, looking at the it, notes from from the last podcast we did, and I, I remember referring to really that last time. So yeah, <laughs> it it did, and and it's got great heritage. This beer, um, mm. 
So yeah, GC won that, and it was only Burning Sky and Dark Star that that were on the shield. So that was one of those moments where yeah, uh, good company, very good company. <laughs> yeah, very good company. Should should I leave the daytime job and do this professionally? So that's that's what happened. That was a kick off the edge. Yeah. Um, and then through lockdown, uh, when people couldn't get to the bar, uh, pubs or bars, um, lots of people were buying juicy from us in uh, two liter bottles and nice. containers we could get. Yeah. Uh, and still now in Brighton, there's lots of stories of people saying how Juicy kept them going. And um, awesome. when the pubs first opened, uh, people were standing outside in, in queues uh, at 12 o'clock, just before 12, shouting, have you got Juicy on? And if they didn't, they were rambling around to the Move next Move on to the next pub, yeah. <laughs> to try and find it. it. So <laughs> Juicy's got a lot of love um, yep. and is our most produced beer. So it was always something on the cards. So to take it to uh, 8%, so yep. Big Juicy or B-I-G, the Notorious B-I-G has yes. a song called Juicy. Yep. So a bit of a play on that. We've, nice. we've actually got a, a 90s hip-hop night in the tap room on the 7th of May. Cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we've got DJs absolutely obsessed with with that genre of music as well. Oh, that'd be really good. Yeah. Hand-drawn poster and everything for it with, with B-I-G. Brilliant. So yeah, it, it was a it was a tough one to get where it is for the reason being, it's such a well known beer to a lot of our fans, Juicy. Right. Yeah, and it was where where do we take this and pay homage to the original, not create something too new? It's just got to be this amplified. So yeah. Juicy, we call a hazy pale. There is some bitterness, Amarillo and Simcoe of those hops. You, you're going to get some yep. bitterness. Um, if you want to put lots of it in, which we do. Yeah. So I wanted to put very gentle, but emphasize the mouthfeel and make it still feel sessionable. And right. this is my first actual can myself. I've only had it from Tank, but I, I do notice it's very, very easy to drink. It is, definitely, yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's proper thick, full Yeah, lovely. Juice. As you say, lovely body to it. Just super creamy. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So mm. depth of flavor... Uh, long hop character all the way through. Yep. Um, whereas some beers, you just get that dip as you get that bang on the nose and then there's no sort of long flavour. So we just re- really wanted to saturate it with with, with hot oh. uh, Yeah, very happy. Lovely lacing on it. Um, yeah, it is actually. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Great beer. <laughs> yeah. No, do you imagine this is going to be a, a regular in its own right? Or I guess it depends how it sells, of course, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, well this is this is a scary one um this this is a limited but yeah. going forward uh have you seen much of the uh duty reform coming i have yeah yeah i mean i've, yeah. I've been talking about it last night actually with full circle and you know some yeah. i mean getting different perspectives on it actually some brewers are saying yeah we're taking this really seriously we're gonna you know we're putting a lot of effort into brewing a really great 3.6 percent pale to really take advantage of that threshold and others like um full circle last night said to me actually no we you know we're not really too worried about it we're just going to do our thing and we think people will continue to buy the beers that they want to buy you know so uh, yeah that's um so now yeah we're putting all the calculators into our recipe development and and seeing what those beers are because you know this is big 8.5 is is the cliff point in terms of duty Mm -hmm. And you get more duty on a can than you do a keg. Do yeah. yeah. So they're being really mean again to the to the bottle shops, which is a real problem for That's our bad. industry. Yeah. That's um, and then we've got uh, 
Stoutzilla, which comes out every year, our Imperial Stout yep. uh, and Barrow-aged uh, Imperial Stout, which um, that duty has been nine-ish uh, pounds. Um, yep. It would be going up to 23 pounds. Um, so it's it's a huge increase. We've got to see yep. what that is going to be uh, for the customer in the end. Um, and uh, well, fortunately, we got in the 250 best beers of the world with that last year, yeah. Um, so we got, we got a good accolade for it, and you know, yeah. hopefully, people will go, Yes, I do want a, an Imperial Stout over winter, yeah. Um, at least we've we've got some accolade behind it, but yeah, it'd be quite brave for some new breweries as well to, to make that risk. Um, Any thoughts to packaging it smaller? Does that is that one angle you could go with it, Jordan? Do you think you know, pack it into 330s or even? 250s you can get them yes because the other issue is actually glass glass has gone up a hundred percent and we do a bottle um barrel age um version which we're questioning all our barrel age to go into cans now yeah um so yeah it's a very good question actually we are debating does does it come out in 330 now Mm -hmm. full stop as well so we normally have a 440 mil can of version yeah yeah no, it's a lot of lot of disruption. What what about the three point six argument? Are you are you gonna are you brewing a you know a table beer or a light pail to to, to we, slot in at three point six? Well, we do. Uh, we we currently have, and we've just relaunched it this week. Uh, our table beer has become really popular. It's two point eight percent. Okay, it's great. Now, it's now called Pebble. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, particularly happy with it. It's one of those geeky brewer things that you want to be able to achieve is uh, a hoppy but not watery. Yes. table beer yeah with aroma flavor and not too bitter i think absolutely yeah it's like, you know it's that and brewing a brewing a great clean lager are the, the you know the two biggest you know it. <laughs> desires of brewers isn't it yeah. <laughs> which we've done that as well but yeah we've uh we've got a 2.8 uh pebble and then we've nice. got a 3.5 but with the duty will be 3.4 under under 3.5 so yeah we'll drop that by 0.1 of a awesome. percent yeah so you're, really, you're leaning into that end of the of the scale as well and why wouldn't you i think you know those yeah. are there's definitely a demand for for those beers by the pint um in the pub um which is great so hopefully gives you an opportunity you know with a beer like that to get to get it more easily into a pub than than you would some of the the stronger beers you produce and so that's a great way to to sort of broaden the brand recognition isn't it and you know get a foot in the door you know that can maybe lead to something bigger bigger and better Absolutely, yeah. Um, got to keep the pubs uh, busy. Absolutely, um, big support. Which is not to that. say that the pubs aren't buying juicy, you know, by the <laughs> by yeah. the truckload as well. I hope they continue <laughs> to do that as well. Yeah. <laughs> but this is um, this is excellent. I did just want to say, um, while we're talking about your your you know your IPAs, I um, I know the last time actually, I think we maybe the last time we spoke was when you were doing a launch. You did a uh, it was during COVID times, and you did a Zoom launch on. You're, at the time, you were brewing a monthly New England IPA at seven percent, weren't you, with different hop combinations? And uh, I, uh, when I was sort of perusing your, you know, your, your your untapped profile this afternoon, I noticed you haven't done those in a while. So is that, you know, any chance of those coming back? Do you think as a um, as a sort of a monthly special, or or maybe I'm missing it? And you are still doing them. I don't know. No, we we did uh, particularly that year. Uh, we did two years of of Nipers. Yeah. Um, so we we did the uh, the first year was one every month. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the second year we did one every other month. So yep. the first year was um, black and white abstracts. Oh, that's well, right. Those are the ones I'm thinking of. 2021. So you had the first yeah. croaky, brilliant. And then the second year was photography. It was black and white. Okay. Yeah. So we used all Brighton photographers. And in fact, tonight, unfortunately, I'm missing it. Uh, one of the uh, photographers was called Roger Bamba, who is a renowned, he was like the best black and white photographer in the 80s. Uh, he passed away last year. Oh, so. um, We built a lovely relationship with him mm-hmm. and uh, his wife. We went to, to a big event for him. He's got now uh, at the Brighton Dome an exhibition on until September with all his artwork around photography around Brighton. Oh, nice. Yep. And it's got our cans in a cabinet <laughs> with his photography on the cans and apparently it brought him a lot of uh a lot of fun to, to his last days that's very cool uh, yeah he was very happy that a younger community was was getting involved appreciating the, the work yeah. yeah absolutely and tonight it's uh his, his book launch so the, the night before he passed away uh his wife sean saw him in in the hospital and uh he signed off his book oh and, great uh, he, yeah. he passed away the next day and that's getting oh, launched yeah. tonight actually Okay, I'm well, sorry to sorry um, to drag you away from that. No, no, not at all, not at all. <laughs> I, I'm still uh, close with with Sean and be meeting up with him and definitely getting his book. But um, yeah. it, I went to the last event and, and lovely to meet everyone. But um, yeah, always working with illustrators, photographers, yeah. visual artists of Brighton where we can. Um, so that series finished, and then this series we were going to go into a lager series. Yeah representing different lagers um and had a list of six ones and then we were working with different artists um but we found it extremely hard to get hold of uh noble hops okay well scrap that and then go back to doing a neeper series okay (laughs) (laughs) abandon that foolishness anyway yeah we we haven't done a a, a specific series but we are releasing a neeper every month I'm sure uh, you are. I'm teasing some, you, but, but I, I, I think those, those, you know, they weren't all single. They were, they were dual hop combinations. I think, weren't yes. they? Were, the, everyone I had was brilliant. I think, you know, you brew those beers as well as anybody in the UK. So, uh, oh, thank I, you. Know, I'd like to see more of those coming through. To be honest with you, but uh, on the other hand, I'm not your bank manager, so you're, the, you know, you, you know best <laughs> what, uh, what you should be brewing. But <laughs> no, you'll definitely keep seeing uh, at least one a month. I'd say, yeah, going through, yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, that's uh, again. I, I wanted to get that into the conversation because those 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 were great beers. But this is this is terrific as well. What uh, you, have you done? Many dippers um, in the past? Is not uh, at all. No, no, never. Or I've done a few. I've, yeah. I've done a few for before Unbarred for with okay. uh, other breweries. But as Unbarred, uh, oh. we've probably this is only like our third one. Okay. Well, it's very um, accomplished for the, in that respect. Then so so yeah. brilliant. I mean, it's we know it's. Uh, I think a great beer, and and yeah, I'd like to. I'd, I'd hope to be able to get this more than just once. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thank you. <laughs> well, maybe it'll become an annual, depending on what people think. But yeah, you, you've got it before it's released. So yep. uh, Hopefully, everyone likes it. Well, hopefully, good. yeah. So that's ideal. <laughs> By the time this goes out, hopefully, it'll be in the bottle shops. People will be able to get a chance to pick it up. That's, that's it. it. Um, excellent. So you mentioned. Um, I know you. You said you were. You've basically been at your current site since 2019, um, but. Uh, I did notice doing a bit of Googling this afternoon that, in fact, you launched the brewery in 2014 as a, you know, well, I guess you registered the name and you were, you know, I guess home brewing to start with and then uh, cuckoo brewing or contract brewing, whatever. Um, so I can't help think that uh, it's your 10th anniversary coming up, Jordan, even though you might have only been on the current oh site gosh. for four years. So 
haven't even looking for, thought about uh, that. You're right. <laughs> looking for a big 10th anniversary party uh, next summer. So you got, you know, the, 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 I've given you plenty of notice on this. You got time to plan it properly, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know, I've never thought about that. <laughs> so yeah, oh, 2014, you know. it yep. was registered in a shed as Hove's mm. first nano brewery. Here we go. And that was my part-time job whilst being a head brewer for other breweries. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, we were actually later this year, we're going to be having a party. Um, we're going to be down the Concord 2, which is a heritage site on the beach in, in Brighton. Right. If you ever do the London to Brighton or, or come down to see one of the, the motorsports or the mods yeah. on the main strip down there, that's where the Concord is. Okay. Um, but they're hoping to make it an annual event. So next year, it'll be hopefully on the bank holiday in August. So maybe we can tie that in for a, a 10th anniversary celebration. Yeah. <laughs> Good shout. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought, you know, and, and people are much more likely to really get excited about 10th anniversary than they are a fourth or a fifth anniversary, with all due respect, aren't yeah. they? Even though those are still significant milestones in the in the hectic life of a craft brewer. But uh, 10 Absolutely. years is, uh, you know, not very many you know there there are people that have celebrated their 10th anniversary but there aren't many you know you yeah no, you're right absolutely yeah. so so you you know you should lean into your heritage there definitely yeah, but you had hair back then as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah excellent um now. give us an update on the on the situation because we can't assume that people listen to that episode 32 way back in the day. So describe your, your situation and your facilities in Brighton because it's a nice spot. I, can't, I I was down there last summer, but you were away for the weekend somewhere. Right? I can't remember. what We we did communicate on the subject and you weren't about. But uh, I missed you, yeah. I'm sorry, I had the yeah. chance to uh, to kick back and uh, yeah, enjoy your, your hospitality for a few hours there. So, yeah, lovely spot. Tell, tell us tell us about the facilities then in Brighton. Yeah, thank you. It's um, it's only a five, ten minute walk from, from Brighton Station. So instead mm -hmm. of going south down to the seafront, um, just make a quick turn back on yourself. And uh, so it was one of sort of the last commercial buildings that close to Brighton Station. Yep. Um, as, as everything's getting turned turned into flats. But we have uh, an outside uh, taproom garden uh, and we have inside seating and, a, and a quite a large bar there. And then we have our brewery with uh, canning line, conditioning room, packaging, and we've taken over every shipping container around the building as well for storage <laughs> for our malts and grains. And yep. uh, we're, we're really are bursting at the seams. We, Since we spoke, we've now built a good relationship with uh, a farmer up the road from us. Nice. Um, which is great. Um, we, we're doing cold storage there as well um, to keep up the capacity. Right, uh, and and soon to hopefully be doing cake washing as well. And, oh, that's handy. Yeah. Um, with loose discussions of potentially one day we could put a brewery, uh, in in a nice bit of uh, green belt there. But um, as soon as you say green belt, there's a lot of red tape. Yes. Um, to to get through if that is an yeah. opportunity. Um, but yeah, really really good relationship with those guys. So. Great. Yeah, we're open now Tuesday to Sunday in the tap room. And, wow. Uh, yeah, that's busy a, that's, night, most yeah. nights. Brilliant. Uh, 16 taps, I think, I read. Yeah. Uh, yeah, up to. Yeah. 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 And all, all your own beers or any guest beers? So we do guest beers if we have a collab. Um, right. So yeah. we, which okay. we do regularly. Um, we did uh, a collab with Elusive that was released a, a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. 
um, which we did an old school uh, clone of Hot Torpedo. Nice. Um, Andy and myself both met as, as home brewers, and that was the style of beer that blew our minds at the time. Cool. Yeah, um, yeah. So it, was, it was nice to, to brew that uh, called Corvallis. Mm. Um, so that's uh, a dipper West Coast on in the bar. Um, but Friday, just gone. Uh, we had a collab with uh, Pastore. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yep. So the Pastore came down and did a tap takeover in the evening. So Brilliant. We, got, we had uh, four or five of their beers on. Awesome. Love Pastore. Then, yeah. Oh, yeah. wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful guys. Yeah, absolutely. Really fun. We had yeah, Chris really is one. Lovely... Yeah, definitely one we of start, the nicest yeah. guys you'll meet. Yeah. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, mm. he's, he's uh, yeah. Chris came down to see us as well and spoke to the guys before met them at uh, Manchester Craft Beer. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, festival, and that's where we got to chatting, and I fell in love with their uh, lemon, the, uh, the the small uh, lemon uh, sour. Yeah, and um, that was it. I was like, you know, we need we need to do something together. So, yeah, mm-hmm. their beers went on Friday, and uh, by by Tuesday, there, I think there's only one or two lines left. It was pretty nice. much gone. So. Mm-hmm. Great success. That's the only time we have guest beers on if we've done a collaboration. Right. But it may be in six months' time, even if we haven't done a return visit yet. Excuse me, we'll get some more of their beers on. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's how we revolve it, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, terrific. And, and so, so what would be the capacity of your of your tap room, you know, outside and in combined on a busy day? So, yeah, um, we've had uh, we've had 200 people in there on a big event, but really comfortably all sitting on seats is is, is about 100 people, 50, okay. uh, 75 to 100 people. Right, yeah. And food, what's the food situation? You get, you, you, the, the, I guess you got you haven't got to walk far to get takeaway food anyway in Brighton, have you? So. Uh, no, very fortunately, uh, my two business partners, um, Davin Rupert, are the founders of Fato Amane, which mm-hmm. is uh, a classic Neapolitan-style um, uh, pizza pizzeria. Right. So they have a few in Brighton Hove, uh, and they've got one in King's Cross now. So you can order right. through the till to get pizza delivered to where you're sitting. Awesome. Uh, freshly produced by a Piazziola. That's a dangerous Absolutely. facility, that is, I tell you. <laughs> it is. Beer, pizza, <laughs> chips, you're sorted. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a strategy for getting people to leave at the end of the session? This is, might, might be more of a challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a big broom, you know. <laughs> That's it. Excellent. No, it's great. I mean, a Tuesday to Sunday, that's that's fabulous that you, you know, you're able to, to open and, and, you know, Keep keep busy all right through that that length of um, session. It's uh, yeah, finally, yeah, yeah. How yeah. big's your staff now, Jordan? Uh, so it's about sixteen of us. Okay, yeah, they would need to be to to have yeah. the tap room open so many days. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, it's got uh, got a good team. We've got apprentices now, which is a wonderful opportunity nice. to be able to give because uh, I didn't get that opportunity. It was very hard to find an apprenticeship at all. Right. Um, yeah. But I had to, pay out of my own money and, and learn in my evening and weekends and, yep. and my IBD <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the hard way. Um, so yeah, really nice to be able to, to give, give back and uh, support the guys there going through a course now and uh, definitely get questioned on things that uh, I've, I've forgotten. And I, yeah. I'm, I'm, hang on. I need my textbook for that one. <laughs> um, but great. It's, it's yeah, of it's course wonderful. it is. Yeah. No, that's what you, you know, what you're hoping for is bringing in new, new blood and new ideas, new creativity. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Excellent. Let's take a short break. This Week in Craft Beer is sponsored by Hit Marketing Design, 
a design agency based in Essex offering professional marketing services across the UK. They specialise in graphic design, brand creation and web design and can create anything from a fresh logo, new product branding, eye-catching adverts to a fully populated website. No fluff or filler, real design for a competitive world. To find out more visit hitmarketingdesign.co.uk so I'm back with Jordan from Unbarred for the second half of the show. Jordan, at this stage, I always like to put the guest on the spot and ask them a slightly more challenging question. And I'd like to know, is there anything you wish you'd done differently at Unbarred? And this can be either in the last four years at the current site or even you know back into your earlier brewing heritage. If there's anything you look back on and say, oh, if we'd have only done this instead of that, then things would have yeah. worked out better or be further ahead. Uh, I'm looking for something that other people can potentially benefit from. Yeah, sure. Um, lots of things are popping to mind, but then I'm I'm cancelling them out because I know the one thing I'll definitely say, but before I say that, all the risks that you take, that may not lead to that wonderful, perfect beer that was really high scoring on Untapped, Yeah, are some of the best moments for you to learn a skill that you keep for life, that okay. you can then produce something else better that no one else has ever done. Right. Um, so do take risks. Yep. Um, and I've taken plenty. <laughs> I would rather have taken more risks and, and got burnt every now and then and, and kept it safe. Yeah. Um, I think there's too many breweries that are brewing one beer and yeah. brewing it in 10 different ways. Yeah. That's a very um, fair comment. Yeah. 50 yeah. shades of beer. Um, yeah. It's, you know, it's a shame. <laughs> Um, be experimental guys you know yeah. bring excitement to your day but the the one thing which we would be benefiting from now um as as mentioning earlier that margins are extremely tight for breweries they're getting yeah. tighter all the time we're a a, a proud uh, brighton living wage supporter so everyone is uh above minimum wage that nice. works for us yeah uh even though you know pubs aren't paying more duties going up her uh, wages are going up we're sort of squashed in the middle yeah if we had a bigger more efficient brewery from the starting point yeah we would be in a better place the okay. the brewers would would be less uh stretched and we could focus more on on other aspects you know no brewery runs perfectly speak to anyone who has a multi-million pound brewery and they still tell you, I wish I built it better. I wish yeah. I planned this. Wish it was bigger. <laughs> I wish it was bigger. I wish the flow of it worked better. But um, with all the things we have invested over time, the one thing that uh, I would say, uh, if you think you're going to be on a 20 hectolitre kit, don't bother starting anything lower than 30 hectolitre. Right. Yeah. Um, and go for the most energy. Whilst you've got your, your starting money, um get nitrogen pulled from the air with a nitrogen producing yep. device um nice. get yourself planned for that centrifuge and yep. get the equipment in place is is what i would say uh and it will pay for itself back but all of that is scary money isn't it which you know but it's you crazy. can't necessarily access from from day one it's a no <laughs> <laughs> but uh if you've got the opportunity uh and you're planning where to invest it um say invest you are going to grow bigger you know if your passion's there and you're yeah. waking up every minute of the you know you're waking up in the middle of the night and writing down ideas and you've got a good team around you go for it yeah sounds good that, no, I'm that, happy would with that. Be, that would be my, my best advice yes 
yeah. and, and make mistakes. <laughs> yeah, don't be scared to make mistakes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Don't do it on purpose, but don't don't let it stop you from experimenting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, all good stuff. Thank you very much for that. Um, we have moved on to King Conquer. We're not uh, not playing games this evening. This is ten percent Imperial Stout. Tasting notes for this one say pouring oil slick black with rich aromas of coconut, chocolate, and tonka beans. Actually, I, I'm not sure I've I can remember a stout with more overwhelming aromas than this. It's you know it's almost like it's a sort of an arm's length. You can smell it, you know, which is you know oh, which, amazing, which you do get from from the best neepers and and dippers, but you don't often yeah. I don't think get get from imperial stout. So yeah, it's it's got aroma to spare this beer. That's for sure. Um, let me go back to the taste note. So I interrupted myself. Uh, chocolate and tonka beans. This is this the king is big enough to take on any titan. A melody of roasted malts, desiccated coconut, and tonka beans create layers of complex flavour in the most opulent ten percent imperial stout we have created to date. Uh, yeah, lovely. It's um, this is slightly sweet, not not overly sweet, but it is a dessert stout. I think rather than a rather than a Russian imperial stout, you know, to, to sort of differentiate the two, but it's it's got lovely depth and range of flavours. The tonka bean aroma is is really punchy. And yeah, the, the coconut comes through really nice in the chocolate as well. So yeah, good beer. Not perhaps the sort of thing I should be drinking at half a six on a Tuesday night, but you know, it's uh, it's, it's in sacrifice for the art. So uh, you know, it's uh, we've got everybody has to <laughs> I love it. Yeah, take one for the team here. That's what I'm doing <laughs> <laughs> with a big smile on my face. <laughs> yeah. So what's the uh, what's the background to this one? Yeah, so this is King Conkers. The King Conkers not released yet either. Mm -hmm. um, that will be coming out on the 5th of May at Fuggles Beer Cafe in Royal Tunbridge, Wells. Wow, this is very specific release information, yeah. <laughs> very specific, as there might be someone else getting a crown put on their head that weekend. There could um, very well be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some room for someone else. I certainly um, hope so. We are crowning that weekend uh, King Conquer. Brilliant. So this is another Titan. Um, Stoutzilla being our absolute much-loved uh, Titan. Um, yeah. It comes out every year, 10%. Also 10%, I was going to say that, yeah. Yeah, um, which is in the 250 best beers in the world as well oh. by the Guild of Beer Writers, which you can't even enter. So it was a huge wow. accolade last year. Yeah, yeah, that was in the uh, in the book, the big book that was uh, I saw celebrate on the Instagram. Yeah, brilliant. Oh, very much, very proud. So we've been discussing, and uh, Paul Jackson, who did the artwork for that, he's a, he's oh. a wonderful uh, artist. He's in Toronto at the moment, working out there, doing some huge projects. Um, but he kindly said... Um, why don't you have another Towton? I want to do like King Conquer smashing up Brighton. So yeah, just got to couch, put the glasses on to admire the artwork here because it is absolutely fantastic. It's yeah. beautiful artwork. So he's hand scratched this, and in the background you can just about see Stoutzilla. Yeah. So yes. Stoutzilla rips yes. the i yeah. Brighton and pulls it down. Yeah. Um, so the story's now evolving that this happened on the same day, and then King Conquer. <laughs> Is uh, ripping down the Brighton Pier, so this story's evolving. Yeah. Um. And what did we want to do with King Conker? So Conker, being yep. coconut and Tonka. Tonka. Yeah. Of course. Um. So yeah, a lot of play. I mean, the, honestly, the story started over a, quite a few beers when Paul was over last in summer. On um, yep. we did a beer trail around Brighton for our birthday, and uh, 
the story evolved from there and then had to make a beer to back up the story, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but on the long list of things we wanted to do, I always wanted to do a, a proper coconut and tonka. So we used a uh, hundred kilos of desiccated coconut in right. the uh, conditioning tank. Mm-hmm. And we uh, made a tonka bean tincture with tonkas. Um, and uh, yeah, there's, there's no flavoring there's no extracts used in here at all it's pure from uh the natural ingredients themselves and um yeah it's pretty pretty huge any chance then it's getting barrel aged unfortunately not not <laughs> this one but we are going to be barrel aging um stouts that are again this year yeah and this would this some, would be brilliant barrel aged as well I think. there are some more barrel aged beers coming out including bueno shake in nice. can which will be 11 percent um so yeah um, there's two other barrage beers that are coming out which i, I can't mention yet it's, right um, they're in barrel right now in buffalo trace rye barrels brilliant yeah they'll be, they'll be coming out in 2023 um, they'll be coming out yeah this year yeah, yeah great all right excellent good to know whilst Before we're on the, the subject then, up in august <laughs> <laughs> what else have you got uh, that you're excited about beer release wise then you can speak of yeah, um, so I'm going up to uh, Scotland to do a collab with Fierce, which nice. love those guys. Love yeah, I do beers. too. Yeah, I had them on the podcast last year. Lots of fun, yeah. Brilliant. So, yeah, I'm very fortunate um, to go up with those guys. Brilliant. Um, and uh, we're going to do a, a wheat beer. Um, oh, cool. We're not going to do anything too wild, but we're right. going to do, hopefully, we're going to do a watermelon wheat beer. Cool. Yeah, I was going to say, not neat, but last bit of fruit in it is, uh, yeah, lovely, refreshing. Wheat beer, yeah. Uh, and then, um, another great one that guys from when I was a home brewer that would go up to Bermsey Mile and see them is brew by numbers. Yes. Yeah. So, um, talking to the head, head brewer James, uh, nice. at the moment, um, about them coming down to us later this year and us going back to them next year. So, obviously, they've got their new, yeah, no, those are, those are true, uh, true champions of the of the UK scene, aren't they? Stood the test, aren't they? Just yeah, to, Tom is a, is a friend of uh, friend of this week in craft. We've had him on several times. He's uh, Tom, Tom's a good guy to chat with. Oh, fantastic, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, really, really lucky to get those ones in. Yeah. Siren. Uh, nice. We brewed yep. it before. We're going back. We're going up to Siren. Brilliant! Yeah, uh, about a... five miles up the road from me. That is my one of my local breweries here. Yeah. Oh, excellent! I'll give yeah. you a shout when I'm up there. Um, Let me know. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely will give you a shout when I'm up there. Um, so yeah, we're going to do a collab later on in the year as well. Brilliant. So um, we and and actually one I'm really excited about. Um, actually, have you had Dark Revolution on? I haven't actually. No, no. Yeah, that would be good. That's a good shout. Yeah. I've always said I don't like smoke beers. Right, yeah, beers. So they're definitely an acquired taste, aren't they? It can it's be, it can be overpowering. I, yeah, <laughs> I was, I was very ill once uh, on smoked cheese. I got norovirus from smoked cheese, oh. <laughs> and it sort of turned. I've never wanted it in my beer, um, but um, Greg's an incredible brewer, and, and you don't see enough of his beer around. Um, but we've decided um, to do a smoked barbecued smoked pineapple upside down cake oh my goodness so we're going to do a barbecue and we're going to smoke smoke some pineapple yeah and and, and temper the pineapple so you get that caramelization um and uh yeah we're we're gonna that's the easy part turning it into a beer is going to be the hard part yeah that's gonna be the fun (laughs) yeah 
So uh, I could do yeah. the barbecuing bit. I don't know. I could do the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that one will be out in about June, actually. So oh, great. Perfect. What else you got in tank or, or planned? Um, so in tank, another exciting one, which is more traditional, is actually uh, an extra special bitter. So okay, yeah, we are doing more cask now. I was going to say cask, uh, cask only, or uh, cask and keg. Uh, this one will be cask only. Right, and cool. We've uh, well, my heritage and my Libra's heritage. We yeah. first learned was was cask brewing. Um, this is so the- exciting, actually. The, the, so literally, the last three. Oh, I'm not sure about whether Attic mentioned cast, but literally, so I had Mackie Mackie on last week. I just recorded with that with uh, Full Circle last night, and now you, and all three of those have said to me, "We're doing more cask." Um, you know, and the fact yeah. that Mackie Mackie's doing cask, I mean, they, you know, they're they're sort of super funky. Only you know, not been there five minutes. Um, you know, really way out there, wacky beers, um, and they're doing cask. So right. you know, it's fantastic that you know so many of the of the UK you know craft brewers are, are getting into the cask game now. I'm really thrilled about that. It's wonderful, and to sit in our tap room, we're seen as a modern brewery locally. Yep. And if you think the last three years, there's been a new generation of craft drinkers coming in, but they, yep. you know, there was a two years you couldn't go down the, the pub and no. get beer. But the acknowledgement of cask ale was something you dad or your granddad drank and maybe you haven't even been served a good quality no exactly well this is the cars. this is the age-old problem with it isn't it and yeah. and yeah there's a pub group uh in in town mentioning no no names that sell cars cheap but they mm. no one knows how to look after it no so it's cheap and tastes terrible yeah. but there's been this sort of younger audience coming into the taproom going i'm bored of doing cask look at that and they're mm. getting mild yeah, and um, we've just done some straight up classic styles: best bitter, mild, yeah. dark mild, which is party guile from Stoutzilla. Yeah, and they they're staying on it all night. They're just like That's blown it. away. With well, you can this. do that, and you know, and, and whilst we, you know, it's all very well for you know, we've we've just drank an eight percent an hour, ten percent beer, but yeah. with all due respect, you're not going out for a night with your mates and drinking beers like this. At least if you are, you're not going to be out for very long, are you? So it's, it's a place long, in this, you know, absolutely a place in the beer scene for. You know, yeah. flavoursome, well brewed, super fresh, well presented, four percent beers that you can you literally can drink pint after pint after pint and not get into any trouble with. So it's brilliant that you're doing that. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's so exciting for us um, using all English ingredients yeah. and doing something for subtlety and balance hmm. uh, is is re- really in a really geeky way, really exciting. But yeah, Fabulous. like to say, end result is you've got a great session beer there. Yeah, um, and, and good value. Awesome. Oh, good to hear. No, absolutely. What about festivals and events for this year, Jordan? What you got in the calendar that you're excited about? Yes, we've got a few things coming up. Um, we've got Brew Haven in the oh. New Haven Forts, okay. um, 28th of April. Oh. Um, we did that last year. Really good crowd down there. It's, really it's great intense. venue. Yeah. Well, so it's already passed by the time this will publish, unfortunately, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I would we just missed it. Um so we, we mentioned King Conquer on the fifth of May at Fuggles yes. at Tunbridge mm-hmm. Wells. So we'll nice. just hit that one. Yeah. Um big juicy in our tap room, as I mentioned. We are doing a nineties hip hop night, which should be on the seventh, yeah. Seventh yeah. of May. 
And then we're going to Drop Project's birthday party on the 3rd of June. So that would be a lot of great breweries. Also, great guys. Really love Joe at uh, Drop Project. He's been on a couple of times. Good good, good guy to chat with. They're genuinely good mates of mine. I've, I've, I've done a lot with those guys. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're proper craft beer guys. Really they good. Are, yeah. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and then um, there's uh, beer festivals we're doing on the circuit, the, the We Are Beer ones we're doing. Oh, great. Uh, Bristol, Bristol Craft Beer, Manchester Craft Beer, and London Craft Beer. Awesome. Well, I'll definitely see you at London. Steve will see you at Manchester. Yeah. I'm not sure who's going to Bristol, but one of us, I'm sure, will go to Bristol, maybe both. But, yeah, good good to know that you're in, involved with those, yeah. Yeah, so um, we're, we're going to be getting out there quite a bit this year, fortunately. Brilliant. Um, and then in September, yeah. uh, working with the Concord down in Brighton, um, we're going to do a, a beer party, but it's going to be really good street feud and some good music and some good performances yeah so that'd be a good event excuse me down in september yeah what's going on no nice to hear um then let's get into the home straight then starting out with uh, me asking you yet again to give a shout out to a little guy um i never get tired of asking for this and here i'm asking you for mention one or more local to you beer businesses that you think are doing a great job promoting independent craft beer um, that could be another brewery, a tap room, a pub, a bottle shop, uh, even a restaurant or a cafe. But somebody you think is doing a great job in the service of independent craft beer. Absolutely. I, I've got to give a good shout out to the watchmakers in Hove. Okay. Um, they're a micro pub, one best pub of the year with uh, via camera. Nice. And they have a, a micro or a nano brewery out the back there. Um which we've donated a, a barrel to oh, uh, cool. for them to fill. It's they're doing uh, over the bank holiday May actually, which which will probably just miss it. Yeah. Um, it'd be their birthday weekend, and they are getting the one and only cask of Big Juicy. We've oh. done one eight percent cask of wow, Juicy. Which I'd most of the brewing that. team yeah, are going to yeah. go down there to try and see. I bet they are. Yeah, you'll you'll drink it all yourself, only. It doesn't matter if yeah. you have to buy it because you'll be there to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, really looking forward to that one. Uh and another one, uh another uh, it is a pub, but it's as small as a micro pub, uh, and that's hole in the wall. Mm. Um those guys absolutely triumphing uh craft beer, doing a lot of traditional, a lot of modern, um, but with quality and a really nice environment, a proper yeah. old school nineteen seventies boozer. Yeah, uh, with the toes table and uh, good company. So that they would be two local ones. Excellent. Uh, a, long, a long list of great people. Yeah, there's a lot of great venues in Brighton. Two, you know, two that could, jump out to me. Could be here till next Tuesday, listing them all. But no, you're, yeah. you're not, not not short of uh, choices for for great places to drink in Brighton. We're very fortunate. Yeah. Right. So then the wrap up question, and you get to answer the alternate wrap up question um, because you've already told me last time what would be ultimate happy hour. So the alternate wrap up question is: What beer or beer style that is no longer available? Would you like to resurrect so you can either taste it again or taste it for the first time? And the beer that I can remember, you know, believe it or not, I didn't start really drinking beer until my late twenties. Oh wow! Okay, I wasn't really much of a beer drinker. No, um, I drank to get pissed. To be honest, yeah, sure. <laughs> that's what drinking was for. Fair and uh, cask wasn't served well down south at all no. during my stomping days. But when I did get into beer and home brewing, I got, you know, absolutely obsessed. Right. 
um, addicted to, to everything about it. And I do remember these first moments um, when I was in Estonia having, it was for a friend's stag do, um, but I was having uh, Czech black lagers. Okay. And I could not believe it. I would drink it as soon as I got up to the moment I went went to bed. There's something so incredible about that style, which you can't really get your hands on over here, especially no. fresh. Yeah, It's so niche. And I wonder if we brewed one, if anyone would bloody buy it. Um, um, it's one of those yeah. real cross, cross geek. There's a few people that appreciate it, but maybe not the masses. But um, it, the balance of having... Uh, gentle bits of coffee, gentle oh. bits of roastiness, a little bit of um, chocolate character in there, but so mild uh, with some creaminess and a bit of diacetyl in a, in a positive yep. way, um, but finishing dry and refreshing mm. that you want to pucker more. Yeah. And it does give, it does pick you up and keep you going. Um, that was one of my first excited, like really excited about beer moments. Wow. Um, that you can't seem to get your hands on over. No. Here. Maybe still get, him in, still get him in Prague, I guess, can you? Or yeah, I have to go so, back yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we don't don't see much of it over here at all. No. Uh, they did have some Budvar had uh one keg on at uh Manchester Craft Beer Festival mm. and I became um very good friends with, with their sales team. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That would be my bit. Good shout. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah. Definitely uh, an interesting experience. Well, Jordan, lots of fun catching up with you. Thank you very much for your time. Um, really appreciate your beers this evening. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's <laughs> great to great to get stuck into to a couple of really big beers on a Tuesday night. But really pleased to hear how your business is thriving. Great that you you know you're, you're running six days a week at the tap. That's fantastic. Uh, I will definitely try and get down and see you at some point. I'm not quite sure when that's going to be, but. Best of luck with the release of Big Juicy and King Conquer in the next week or so. Super exciting. Uh, thrilled to get the chance to be one of the first people outside the brewery to taste them both. They're both terrific, and I think they're both going to sell really well. So people are in Thank for Thank you treat. so much. Yeah, really appreciate it. Rob. Really lovely to catch up with you, mate. Thank no, you so absolutely. And, you know, sorry. worst case scenario, I will definitely see you at London Craft Beer, um, but uh, hopefully before then. And uh, until then, I wish you every success and happy summer. Cheers. Unto you, Rob. <laughs>